Welcome to the 32081, a podcast where we cover life in the St. Johns County area. I love being a part of such a great community. If you're looking for the latest events, school information, local sports, restaurants, real estate news, and more, you've come to the right place. Are you ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. The show starts now with your host, The Hardy Party. And welcome to this edition of the 32081. I'm Todd and we are kicking things off. And I don't mean that as a pun, but we are with high school football in the area. And just like last year, we're going to start all off with the man, the myth, the legend over at Nice High School head coach, Colin Drafts. Welcome to the show, Coach Drafts. Yes, sir. Always a pleasure. Appreciate you guys having me. Coach, let's go in reverse a little bit. We normally talk about the game first, but since we're coming into our first game now, I know there's probably a lot of people you want to thank, and that includes the Touchdown Club, Nancy McGinnis and her group, as well as the parents, because a lot of people don't realize that the parents and were bringing in protein shakes and protein bars and the Touchdown Club feeding the kids and making sure everything's organized. So I'm sure you just want to give them a shout-out before we get started. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. Um, you know, it takes an army uh, really to, to – to feed and support a football program of our size, what they've been able to do really, you know, since January when we started our work has been phenomenal. Uh, we reached out to the parents early on and said, we want to put uh, an emphasis in the weight room this off season about getting bigger and stronger. And, and they met the challenge by shipping loads of protein, you know, really throughout the year. And then you look at, uh, you know, the spring game and the green and gold game and, then this last week's game, you're talking about feeding uh, over 100, you know, kids and players every week with pregame meals. So, you know, we could go on and on, but it really is a phenomenal uh, support group that we have with the Touchdown Club and with the parents. So just, you know, extremely thankful and, and grateful to be where I'm at. You know, we talked last year, Coach, I don't know if you remember, we talked um, a year ago about how just we wanted to pack the den. We wanted cars down US-1. We wanted people out there on Friday night. So I have to ask you, how was it? coming into the preseason game last Friday night and you walk into the stadium and you see the atmosphere there is. The Pantherettes are out there, the cheerleaders, the student section was packed to the brim. I mean, it was a phenomenal atmosphere. And I was wondering what your take on it was when you walked out there for the first time and saw that. Yeah, I mean, it was awesome. You talk about, uh, you know, being able to draw a crowd like that, you know, for a preseason game. Uh, I don't even think they care that it was preseason game. In my opinion, you know, I think we have the best atmosphere in all of North, Northeast Florida. Um, so it was phenomenal. Looking forward to to that happening next week and the week after that as well. It's, it's pretty neat. We get to have three home games really to open up the year. But the atmosphere was great. The, cloud, the, the crowd was electric. And, um, you know, it was a fun atmosphere to be a part of for sure. Now, talking about the game, I, I want to talk about one player in particular. And just so everyone knows, I didn't give these questions to Coach Drafts ahead of time, so he doesn't know I'm going to ask this. But one one player I want to ask you specifically about is um, Zach Butta Cavoli, who everyone calls Butta. And in the third quarter, you could hear the student section. I don't know if you heard them down the fields chanting, we want Butta. And I just want to point out, I I want to ask your opinion, because it just seems like Zach is the epitome of school spirit. I mean, it doesn't matter where he is on the field. He's always supportive people. I've seen him in basketball games. I've seen him in football games. I mean, he just seems like, just an awesome kid that supports the team 100%, and the kids love him. Yeah, I would agree with with everything you just said. Zach is a phenomenal kid. It's funny that, you know, I did I did hear the chance. I had actually walked up to, to Zach a couple minutes before that and told him to start getting warmed up. 
Um, and then for the crowd, the student section to be doing that as well was neat for him. You know, he's a senior. Uh, you know, he, he bleeds green and gold. He'll do anything for his teammates, anything to support the team. Uh, he does the same thing with the basketball team, crowd favorite. Um, he's a great kid on and off the field. And, um, you know, he's, he's a blessing to have in the program for sure. Now, last year, let's get into the game now. Last year, more specifically, I should say, get into the game. One of the things you and I talked about when we talked about defense, there was one name you always mentioned, and that was Sterling Grimes because you talked about he was the only returner. Now you look at the preseason game, and you've got some sophomores that are rising freshmen that are now sophomores that are helping out. But then you look and you look at the line, and it looks like you're going to be able to expect a lot from like Noah Hellier, Mo Hackyard right. on the line, they're, they're causing problems. Then you got Kate Papineau, Creo Cardo, Elijah Luckett, Kenan McClafferty just causing problems in the secondary. It seems right. like now this is a this is a experienced defense that's going to be quite different from last year. And it seems like you've got to be happy with, with the play that you saw on Friday night from them as well. No, I definitely am. It's, it's night and day from last year. I mean, you hit the nail on the head last year. Everybody was was brand new. Sterling was the only starter. We had graduated graduated 10 starters on the defense in a new system. But now here we are, you know, a year later. It's year two of the new defense system. You bet you have everybody back but Sterling now. So essentially nine or 10 starters and a lot of veteran guys that have played a lot of RSD football. You know, Cade, Kareel, and, um, and Elijah Luckett on the back end. You had Ken McClafferty into that mix. Um, and then the front seven, you know, especially with guys like Noah Hellyer, Morris Halyard, um, you know, those guys that, again, started all of last year, you know, took took their licks, but that's part of just getting that varsity experience. So I'm expecting a lot out of that group this year. Um, and so far, they've met the challenge every every step along the way, you know, with the spring game and then team camps in the summer and now, now the kickoff classic. So uh, they're poised for a great year. And um, by the way, just let Mo know, I'm sorry, I mispronounced the name because I definitely don't want him coming after me. I know he can take me down <laughs> Absolutely, there. So, number 99. Little typo there. <laughs> right. But um, on the offensive side, one of the players I just find, the only word I can use is, is to use as electrifying is Cam Smith. Last right. year he was with Sam Elton in the backfield. You had a dynamic duo now and then, and now you have Andrew Moses and Quinn Brad- Bradfield behind him as well. But right. Cam, I mean, against Menendez, he was 9 for 46 with an average of 9.5 on the run. He had a catch for 14 yards. He just seems to be one of the hardest runners I remember seeing in high school football. Yeah, he he he, he had a great game on Friday. He's had a great offseason, great camp. You know, he's a, a kid who's a rising senior and, again, yet yeah, did split time with Sam last year. Really did some good things last year, uh, middle of the year when Sam got hurt. Cam started, I think he had, you know, 120, 130 yards rushing against Orange Park. Um and showed some flashes of how good he can really be. And so now coming in to this year, you know, his last year, he really is the guy, you know. So we didn't want to run him too much uh, on Friday night. But moving forward, now that every game counts, it's like I told him at the game, it was like, hey, man, we're going we're gonna to ride you to the wheels fall off if, if we have to, you know. And I know he's going to beat that challenge head on. And it really, you know, not only can, but it starts up front too. We've challenged our offensive line, that, in, you know, I tell them year in and year out, but especially this year, that we're going to go as they go. They set the tone with the physicality. We're going to establish the run, you know, week in and week out, and then kind of branch out from there and do what we need to do offensively. But um, back to the original point, though, Cam Smith is a phenomenal player and looking for big things out of him this year for sure. 
Now, on, on the wide receivers, this is interesting because you've got Nate Harry, a new quarterback, coming in on varsity that started for you on, on Friday, Friday night against Menendez. And right. when I sat back and I looked at the wide receivers that he has available to him, you've got Maddox Spencer, Emmanuel Williams, who got hurt in the green and gold, but Braden Felder stepped in for him as a rising sophomore and had a phenomenal game, in my opinion. Tyler right. Gazanfari, Fletcher Rest. I mean, the name goes on. Um, right. And what was amazing to me is that yeah, you know, we had one or two long deep balls, but these receivers seem to make things happen after they catch the ball. The yards after the catch, to me, seem to be amazing, that they make it happen. They, they are a really fun group to watch. Yeah, that's, that's going to be an exciting group to, to keep your eye on. Um, just, uh, you know, we go four, five, even six deep right there with a lot of talent. Obviously, Matt Spencer coming back. Uh, he's a leading – he was a leading receiver in all of North Florida last year, so expecting big things out of him. In his junior year, um, you've got Emmanuel Williams, obviously, who's going to be coming back not too far from now from injury. Uh, Fletcher Rustin, Tyler Gazanafari, like you said, and then um, the newcomer, uh, Braden Felder, uh, who I think has a, a ton of talent, ton of potential, stepped up in Emmanuel's absence right now. So um, that group has done really well. Looking forward to big things for them. And, uh, yeah, we're going to spread the ball around and, and see what those guys can do in space. But you're right. They had a great game on Friday and did a, did a really good job with the yards after the catch for sure. And then also one thing I wanted to cover for those that were at the game and probably didn't know what was happening. But in the fourth quarter, you had your JV Gold team come in. Rich, you know, I kind of want to ask you about them because a lot of these kids were freshmen last year. And a lot of people were yep. watching. They, they, they had a very successful year under Coach Pfeiffer. And right. in watching this, it looks like, you know, you always preached about those kids playing together and getting the trust. And I went back and watched, of course, Derek Hardy. You know, he connected with three different receivers with Jordan Christopher, Nate Sievert, and Matt Jacobs. Matt Jacobs had a fantastic night running the ball as a right. sophomore. Um, the blocking on scrambles was phenomenal. I mean, you've got to be really excited with what you have in the pipeline with your JV team and your rising sophomores and for, for, for the years to come. No, you're absolutely right. It was neat for them, too, uh, that we were able to have that JV fourth quarter and those guys were able to play in that atmosphere. I mean, that was Friday Night Lights, you know, as big of a crowd as you're going to get. So it's really neat for them to have that experience. And uh, you're, you're exactly right. I mean, the majority of those guys were all sophomores, played freshman football last year. They've played together. They've got great chemistry. And it was fun to watch them go out there and just uh, and make some plays. I thought the defense played extremely well, really shut um, shut Menendez down the whole time they were on the field. The offense had some good drives um, with the ball being spread around and guys making plays. So I'm excited for them. Uh, the future of the program is definitely bright. Looking forward to, you know, they have a, they have a full eight-game season this year which starts Thursday night at Andrew Jackson. So I told them last week, you know, when we come back this week, they're kind of setting the tone first and going to get that first action on Thursday night, downtown Jacksonville. So looking, uh, looking forward to what they can put together this year as well. See coach, we don't even talk before we do this. And you lead me right in my next question with Andrew Jackson. So right. your JV gold team goes and plays Andrew Jackson, Andrew Jackson. We kicked off with last year. It was a, it was a 30 to 10 loss. Um, right. But they're coming. It's going to be a cat fight. We got Tigers against Panthers in the den this Friday right. night at seven o'clock. Um, my question is: Last year, I think it's pronounced Jonathan Jackson rushed for 134 yards, and they also had 250 yards in the passing category last yep. year. We've talked about the defense really being different this year. The electrifying offensive weapons you have. What are your keys to victory going into this Friday night against this Andrew Jackson team and getting some retribution from last year? 
Yeah, uh, first and foremost, we're just going to have to stop the big play. They had too many big plays on us last year, and you know that was a hats off to them. They were a really well coached team last year, some uh, talented players, and, and got the best of us. So we've got to kind of bottle them up, keep them in front of us, and make them earn you know every yard and every point they might get. And number two, we just have to be efficient uh, and patient uh, on offense and not turn the ball over. Those are really the issues that that kind of got the best of us last year. Um, so hopefully we can learn from, you know, the mistakes that, uh, that we made, you know, in the preseason game and, and chip away at those and just be clean and efficient and try to win all three phases offensively, defensively, and special teams. We've got them at home again. I'm, you know, I know they're going to be a talented football team, but we are as well, and we're going to be prepared and we're just going to be excited for the opportunity. All right, coach. Well, hope, um, all of, uh, the areas out there. Pine Island, PVA, VRA, all you middle schools, get out there, support the Panthers, all you high school fans, and all you football fans, because it's going to be a great time. It's going to be at Nice High School with a 7 o'clock kickoff. And, Coach, we wish you and the Panthers the best this Friday night. Awesome. We appreciate it. And we look forward to seeing you out at the Den this Friday night for kickoff at 7 o'clock against the Jackson Tigers. Let's pack the Den and show our Panther pride. We'll see you next time right here on the 32081. Thank you for listening to the 32081. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. I love the show, guys. You're awesome. Please don't forget to subscribe to the show so you can join us for the next episode. I never miss an episode. It's the best. Until next time, take care.